Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. We've done a special episode this week where we're going to go back um, and we're going to read through chapter one of the My Hero Academia Vigilante series. Ooh. So we've not done this before, so it's it's a new thing. Um, and if we like it, which I think I think we do, um, we might start doing it more regularly when the and when we finish with the anime and things like that. Yeah. So my name is Sophie. And my name's Kendra. Okay, so we're reading the, obviously the official translated chapter, but you can read it for free on the Viz website. Yep, and... Read uh, along with us. Yep, and things, well, after chapter one, the rest is available in volume form, and then after that, it, like, the rest, of the, the rest of the chapters are free. So, like, it's definitely worth checking out, and it's really easy. I think it's just chapter two to five that they want you to pay for on there. Yeah. Okay, so there is a chapter 0.5, which we won't read through, um, but it basically covers similar things to what chapter one goes through, and it introduces what vigilantes are. Um, it says that they're they're crime fighters, but they do it illegally, so it's obviously yeah. illegal to use your quirks, which we know from the Hero Academia storyline. We get introduced quickly to the main character with the hero name of Nice Guy, and we also get introduced to Knuckle Duster and Popstar. Is it Popstar? I think so. Yeah. So if we start with Chapter 1, so we get we can see our main heroes, we can see All Might, we can see Midnight's face slightly, Ectoplasm, Cementos, Best Genus, Present Mike. Oh, I forget his name. Um, 13? Or what were... We can see 13, yeah, I missed him. And then there's Azawa. And who's the guy right in the back? I forget his name. He was in... Oh, Strong Academia. Arms or Power Arms or something. Yes. Yeah. We see him as well. Um, and the narrator's saying, who are heroes? <laughs> Chosen once, authorised by the government to use their innate powers to serve society. But this world's got another type of hero. And then the background's changed to a, a gloomy street with a, a poor one-eyed cat. Aww. A more illegal sort of hero who takes action without necessarily being chosen to. What band of justice do they follow? Do they deserve to be called heroes in the first place? I am here, is the title. <laughs> Bless you. I felt that sneeze coming for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I'm here, is the title. Um, and then we get a really cool double-page spread of our three, well, our three main characters <laughs> who we don't know yet. So we see a young guy, who is he? We don't know, falling down the big whoosh from flight stairs saying, Wah! <laughs> Mayday, mayday, I'm falling. There's a 30-metre drop onto concrete. This could really be the end. Definitely the biggest pinch I've been in. We see um, a girl with some big fluffy pigtails looking down on him and a, a dead-looking guy lying flat on the floor. <laughs> oh, I think he's not falling downstairs. He's falling down a building. Oh, did I say stairs? Yes. <laughs> Darn. He's falling um, down a big building. And That's, there's a... Yeah. I was going to try and count the amount of stories, but... um. There's, I think, a parking lot underneath. One, two, three, four, eight, nine. Nine, ten, maybe? It's definitely a death fall. Yes. We get a terrifying four-armed creature going, God, Buddha, oh no, sorry, God, Buddha, whoever's listening, I'm seriously repenting. I swear I won't forget my place ever again. 
And we hear someone else say, going on about, I want to be a hero and crap like that. You'll never hear it from me ever. Oh, no, this is, oh, I'm so sorry. It's all the same guy talking. Going on about being a hero and crap like that. You'll never hear it from me ever again. <laughs> Poor guy. And then some time has already passed since the advent of our so-called superpower of society. And now it's kind of cutting back. And bad guys are all the badder. And we get a slug guy with a gun. <laughs> a villain's gone wild. Oh, no, he's got no motorcycle. Ah, my motorcycle. Run. For us ordinary people, these are battles we can't afford to get mixed up in. And the creature is saying, teeth are life. And there's a glint in the background. I am here. Smash. There he is. Whoa, it's all might. That's our number one hero for ya. Down in one hit! The really superpowered people out there, they fly through the sky, hit like a ton of speed. Yeah, sorry, hit like a ton of bricks, speed around like bullets. They've got great smiles. Well, that part is not really important. It is very important. Any injuries, citizen? Any smiles with a glint? No? Glad to hear it. And we hear the... And I think it's kind of funny, his teeth are glinting. When, like, he's fighting a teeth guy, and the guy's complaining, yeah. my teeth, <laughs> my teeth, quiet you. Until next time, and he just jumps away. And we see our main character kind of reacting, going, he's even cooler than the flesh. They tower above us all, especially me, who's down on the ground looking up. And we see Vlad King, Endeavor, Best Genist, I forgot, oh, um, do you remember what the water hero is? I think he is? just calls himself the normal hero. Oh, Yeah! Ectoplasm and All Might's back. What a downer to just call yourself the normal hero. <laughs> exactly. We're like we don't even really know what his quirk is at all. I'm just like, what? Yeah, look, he has a fin head. I think. I think he can. Um, when water's there, he can redirect it. <laughs> so he's he, a waterbender. He, we learned that the the guy that we just saw before, his name is Kiyochi Hamiwari. Koichi. Koichi. Oh, Koichi. Koichi Hamiwara, and he's 19 years old, and he's carrying on from before saying, at least that's what I thought. Oh, crap, he's late for work. <laughs> okay, here I go. And he bends down to the floor, presses both his palms and his feet down. We learn that his quirk is called slide and glide. <laughs> he's got to make contact with at least three points for it to activate. Onoka's saying, oh, a mobility quirk. That seems pretty handy. But it's not that quick, <laughs> the lady's saying. And actually, it's kind of gross, like a cockroach. <laughs> and he can hear all of that. So it's like, oh, <laughs> give me a break. Um, he can also only go about as fast as a one-speed bike. <laughs> um, we see someone walking up saying, hey, you, stop right there. That quirk of yours. You could wind up tripping people. So try riding on a bike instead, even if it's more of a pain. Besides, quirk use on public streets is forbidden by law. We see he's, he's been stopped by a, a policeman who has, who's just been patrolling the streets on a pedicycle. And mm. um, you might be thinking, what's the harm in using my quirk? But with all the quirks out there, it's up to all of us to respect each other and live in harmony. <laughs> he's just blabbing on, and our guy's mm. thinking, damn it. I had to be, it had to be stopped by a stickler of a policeman. How long is this lecture going to go on? 
And then seeing running, I was saying, whoa, he's later than ever now. What a bunch of crap. Not like a go around crashing into people. So he must have, the policeman must have left him. And as the guy has got further away, he's just shouting into the dist- distance at no one. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because oh. we can see him as he runs forward and there's no one in the back there. So he's got to be a few meters away. And now he thinks, oh, now I'll shout at him. Mm-hmm. Now that he's gone. And I just, like the cops kind of right because if everybody releases their quirk, it would be chaos. You can't just be like, make it set, like I don't know. It is yeah. annoying. I mean, if you had a handy one, this one isn't that handy though because it looks like he's taking up a lot of space on the street. Exactly. So if you're in a wheelchair or you've got someone in a pram, you could easily run over his hands or yes. trip him up. <laughs> um, and we see that he has actually now ran into someone with a big crash. <laughs> Um, he's pointing down and saying, oh, I'm sorry, but some drink, someone spilt their drink. Saying, hmm, look what you've done, buddy. Made me spill this drink I just bought. Apologise. And he's, well, I don't know if he actually did spill any drink, but the guy is now purposely spilling his own drink. Yeah. Apologise. Get on your knees. And so he does. <laughs> he bows down completely, saying, I'm good at bowing. I'm good at bowing now. And these cronies saying, are laughing at him because he really did it. He actually bowed down. They're saying that he's got no pride at all. But the types of people that make you bow down also tend to want to kick you while you're down. So as he's bowing, the guy goes to kick him. But he moves himself back with his slide and glide. And you see some kind of slug trail. (laughs) And it's his ultimate move. His ultimate move. Kowtow evasion. Kowtow. 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 Yep. Yes, it, it, I think it might even just be a Japanese word, like, because kowtow is kind of what he's doing there. I think once, I'm going to double check. I think kowtow is basically just bowing, but maybe, like, overly bowing. Kowtow act in a, an aggressively subservient manner. Ah, kowtow Or kneel and touch the ground with the forehead in worship or submission as part of a Chinese custom. So I think, like, he kowtow is, like, getting down on the ground. Um, so the guy missed him, and he, he's angry that he didn't get to punch him. He didn't get to kick him in the head. Um, Koichi then slides and glides away, um, and they're running after him, saying, get back here, damn you. But he's he's used to this. People trying to kick him when he's down, he has to slide and glide away. So he's also now good at running. You see him leaning on the wall out of breath. Oh. But he notices someone in the distance. <gasps> Who could it be? And we see Pop Step. I think it was Pop Step. I don't think he pronounced the star. And she says, hi, everyone. Thanks for showing up today. And she's kind of like floating around. And she has a portable mic. And he thinks one of Pop, oh, some- oh he's like, oh, one of Pop Step's gorilla performances. Kind of risky, given she doesn't have, a per- doesn't have permission. And she's going, Pop Sparkle Step. Hippin' and hoppin' just for you. And then she like shakes her butt. Or bounces her butt. <laughs> and Koichi is having none of it. Her songs suck. And her face is hidden by all that crazy makeup. Sure, there's something sparkly about her, though. Maybe because she can basically fly? A jumping quirk. Must be nice. And he kind of looks behind him and there's sirens going off. On and, this yeah. page, so the people looking, she must have actual fans. Because there's a guy there wearing a pop shirt. Yeah. So she's she's really- a bigger thing than we... Than you would think. Mm-hmm. But she, I liked her more in this. In 0.5, volume 0.5, I didn't like her at all. 
But I think that's because she was just, when we get introduced to her, she's like jumping on people's heads and things. And I was like, oh, that's so rude. Imagine going yeah. about your day and someone just jumps off your head. Or even she does it on people's car. You're just driving along and someone jumps off the top of your car. You've got a big footprint on the top. Yeah, and like she's not weightless. It's just that she like can jump good. So it would still like hurt if she jumped off of you. Yeah. I think it's here it's more her it's like putting on a show. Does she have like a busker hat where she gets the money? And luckily he warns her, hey, it's the cops. The cops are on their way. And she's like, oh, I was almost at the good part. Sorry to bow out early, folks, but that's all for today. See you next time. Check online for the where and when on my next show. So she just kind of like tweets it out. And Koichi's just kind of watching. Thinking people tend to look up to the people they will look up to. And they look down the people who will, and you get the picture. And someone comments again that his quirk is gross. And he thinks, life isn't fair. That's the truth. And that kind of repeats Deku in the first chapter of My Hero Academia, thinking all people aren't equal. Except he's realizing it at 19 instead of 4. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and we learn he works at a convenience store. And he says, that missing time's coming. Someone says, that, that missing time's coming with your paycheck, buddy. And he says, of course I was late. And somebody walks in. He's like, well, oop, it's the same guys as before. Damn, that cockroach bastard. And he's like, well, come. <laughs> Kia. I think someone's laughing. I don't know what's happening there. And they're like, he's dead meat when I find him. <laughs> and they realize it's him. And he's kind of trying to do like a weird face so they don't recognize him being like, welcome. And it looks like they slam him against the wall. And then it looks like, I mean, he's still in his uniform, so I wonder if they've pulled him over the counter and taken him outside or not. But if yeah. I were him, I wouldn't have left the shop. Exactly. I would just, I'd just be like, no. No, just tried to hide under the counter. Because then at least it's all caught on CCTV as well. Mm, I think there's a panic alarm in convenience stores, maybe? I don't know. Press the head button and be like, save me. Yeah, but somehow they've got him not just outside without being seen, but they've got him down some dusky alleyway. Yeah. And the main aggressor who we saw earlier is threatening him. He's got some spikes coming out of his fist and it, using the sound effect of Kashi, Kashink, Kashink. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, like my quirk. <laughs> it's a <laughs> spike. Getting stabbed hurts real bad, you know. <laughs> like he has to point that out to people, you know, it'll hurt if I stab you. <laughs> He's Wolverine, but he doesn't look very long. Yeah, they look really thin as well. Mm-hmm. Heart's scared yet, and he doesn't actually use his his spikes. He just knees him in the stomach, you know, like a, a regular villain. Mm-hmm. Saying, shh, what a loser, and they're all kicking on him when he's down and beating him up. Saying, huh, here, have a drink on me, or rather, on you. So they're, they're not just beating him up, they're making him all sticky with some fizzy drinks. What a waste of money. Yeah, like, why? A bottle of drink or something like that could be anywhere between 60 p- pence to £1.20. <laughs> that's, that's a real waste of money. I mean, you're beating a pump anyway. You need that hydration afterwards to replenish your fluids. Get back your electrolytes. Yeah, these, these are stupid villains. Um, he, he's got back up and he's managing to walk home. It looks like he's not really got a limp, so he's doing quite well with his plod, plod, plod. Mm-hmm. It's like, crap, screw those guys. They're the ones that cops should really be going after. Pisses me off. Just can't stand by. That's it. Tonight's a good night for it. Did he go to work or did he just go home? 
I would just go home. I'd be like, bye. He's got his back. He's got his bag there, and he's got his hoodie on. So it looks like maybe he went back to work afterwards. Maybe <laughs> he needs he needs the money. Yeah. But now he's changing his hoodie and he's putting on an All Might hoodie. He's saying, oh, change into my special suit. Mm-hmm. Totally use my quirk. And he's popping on a mask and clear my head a little. Mm-hmm. Ain't got nothing to do with the law. I do what I want when I want. And off he slides and glides. <laughs> Ooh, my first target of the night. But what's he doing? It's all quite ominous. <laughs> I return dropped items to their owners. Mm-hmm. I give directions to the lost. Inko, it's Inko. Look... Yes, I was going to go through that after. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was kind of yelling. Sorry. Um, I look up what time the last train leaves. I take your pictures for you. I recycle cans as they should be. <laughs> so he's going along giving people back the phone that they drop, helping Inko cross the road, as you said. Uh, there's some drunks, and he's telling them where to get the train, taking pictures of young girls and recycling. Aw. And none of that's, like, I don't think any of that really, like, he doesn't need his quirk, really, to do almost of that. No, it's just an extra extra fun bonus. Hmm. Oh, and everyone's saying, oh, thanks a lot. He's so very kind. At it again tonight, nice guy. Oh, thanks, nice guy. But always <laughs> nice guy work. He's quite out of breath now. Yeah, panting. And he says, nothing like doing good to make you feel good. And he's glinting. I've been saying, good work, nice guy. Mind putting it by trash out for me, nice guy? How about going to buy me a piping hot bento box, nice guy? And he says, all that doing good makes a guy thirsty. And someone says, here you go. And it's like, appreciate it. Wait, what? And pop step? What are you doing here? Or maybe, like, pop star step? I think it's just pop step. So you're the, and she says, so you're the guy picking up trash around town, huh? What's your name again? Cockroach guy? And he said, it's a nice guy. Uh, and she says, you're the one who alerted me to the buzz during my show, right? I want to say thanks somehow. And he's like, you've been tailing me? And she says, yep, I saw how you got beat up by those customers while you're working at a convenience store. I've never seen anything so lame. Star. <laughs> he says, I don't do well with violence. And then really tiny. You were watching and she didn't help either, which is always nice. Yeah, she's such a douche. She could have phoned the police or, you know, something like that. At least if she'd if she'd phoned the police or something, they could have turned up to his shop if they had missed the actual attack. But it was caught on CTV probably because they must have like, grabbed him to get him out in the alley. Yeah. Uh, and like I guess it's easy for her to tail people because she can just be on the roof and just like leap around. Mm. And he's saying, "Isn't and uh, and sorry?" She says, "Isn't that dweeby hoodie supposed to be a all my cosplay? Yet you suck at fighting." And he says, "Sure, I look up to the guy. I want to be useful to society. However, I can just like him. Got nothing to do with fighting. And it's cool, not dweeby. It, I I want all my hoodie, so it is cool." And she says, however you can, so you know your place at least. And he says, stop getting hung up on the details. Anyway, yeah, knowing your place is important. Keep playing at being a pop idol and the cops will catch you sooner or later. And she says, whoa, I'm not playing at anything. I'm the real deal. You just have to keep an eye out for the police. 
Also, I'll need you to usher in my fans, set the venue, and sell some merchandise. And he's like, are you pissed off for hiring me for a job? Which is it? It's just like, she knows who he is now and like his true ide- secret identity as well. So she kind of has a, something over him. And she says, I know you can do it, noses place guy. And he says, it's nice guy. He's like, I went to all that trouble to express some gratitude. Sorry, and she's saying this. I don't think it'd be such a big deal asking a nice guy like you to do a little work. And he says, I ain't your slave, and I still haven't heard a thanks from you either. And she runs into somebody, and they say, yeah, she yells, watch it, and get out of my way. And it's the same people again. And he's like, huh? What's up with you? And they grab her. She's like, no, it's like, really, she also sucks at fighting. And what's this hot stuff under your under that coat? <laughs> Some sort of freak. Ah, I've seen this chick before. She's a high schooler famous for flashing her butt on the internet. It kind of is true. But they still should, like, don't, no, don't, you should do this, people. And they say, like, you think you're a hero with this makeup? More like a villain, I'd say. She says, stop, my face is a trade secret. And she's crying. And I say, how about we strip you down and broadcast that on the net? No. She's like, no. And they're like, yeah, that's cold, man. And nice guy is kind of like, uh, uh, cut it out, you guys. But things are not looking good. And these people, like, Koichi has the worst luck in the world, or these people are just, like, everywhere. Yeah, they really should have homes to go to. (laughs) But, I mean, how many back streets are there? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, I had some points to say about when she was trying to get him to do her work for him, but I think we've gone past that now, so I'll oh, no, we make can, a note to go it. back to him. We can do it now. Oh, just that, I mean, he's saying that he's a nice guy and he's doing all this help for everyone, but everyone is taking advantages of him, like like the people before saying, oh, nice guy, can you get me, can you get me some bento? Can you do my, can you take out my rubbish for me? So her asking him to do this free work is... I mean, it sounds worse when she's saying it because she's so direct, but that's what he's doing for everyone else anyway. He's pushover guy. He's pushover guy. That's his real name. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back again, and they're all still attacking her and saying, huh, not your problem, pal. Get lost. You and your lame hoodie. So they're completely ignoring her, him, and they're just focused on her now. Even when he sort of mutters like, yeah, it's not lame, actually. They just give him an evil glare and he sort of, he, he just stands there. He even got to, goes to turn around, but he doesn't leave and saying, right, not my problem. Sorry to bother you. But then he glimpses her crying and staring at him while she's being held back and has a, a moment where he thinks to himself, says, it's not a lame hoodie and I'm not knows his place guy. I'm the guy who can't pers- pass a person in need, Mr. Nice Guy. And say, huh? What are you talking about? And sorry, I just realized that I thought her like thing around her eyes is a mask, but it actually is just makeup because she's crying it off. It's really well placed makeup. She must use a template because how else can or uh, or she gets her eye line, she draws the straight lines in first and then fills in in between. But that's really heavy makeup. Mm-hmm. Not good for your eyes. Your no. skin under your eyes to be wearing that makeup and washing it off all the time. She's just going to excel any wrinkles she'll have in the future. <laughs> a mask would be better for her skin. Exactly. Just get a mask. And get like a, put like a moisturizer underneath it or something. 
Oh, yeah, she could have a nice silk eye mask and put some moisture underneath. That'd be really good for her eyes. <laughs> if I saw somebody with an eye mask that they had, like, cut holes in, it would be the scariest thing in the world. Like um, Zorro. Not Rora no Zorro, but um, Zorro, the actual... Uh, oh, yeah. Zorro, Zorro. Is he Mexican? Yeah, I think so. But I was thinking of, like, you know how there's eye masks, the kind that have, like... They put on when you sleep. Yes. I was imagining one of those, and then like some of them have like fake eyes on them. But if you like cut eye holes into them, it would be really scary. Oh, it would, yeah. But Kyochi's saying I might not be much for brawling, but with the element of surprise, he's like stay low and sweep them down at the knees. Mm. And he's going forward. That's two down, just like that. He's going forward to the main attacker saying, and I tackle a third guy's legs. Then, with his hands off her, she can jump away to safety. Maybe. And we realised that this was just his plan. He's not actually doing it. He's just standing there thinking <laughs> about what he could uh, do. Yeah. But they're still attacking her while he's just imagining what could be. She's saying, stop, get off me. So it's clear how it should play out. He's quiver, he's nervous, but he's going to try and do it. He drops down. Now I've just got a... And he says, make it happen. And he's like, because huh, there's something happening. And a big guy says, what do you think you're doing? And he just throws him aside, kind of like by the nape of his neck. And he says, hold on a sec. I know that face. They run into him again. And he says, look who's crashing our party. It's the cockroach kid playing hero. And they go to kick him in the face. But it kind of... he dodges out of the way or no it looks like he can and he can make the things out of his the spikes out of his feet as well oh he thought they got him like he's bleeding and he's screaming ouch he said that does it you ain't getting away with just a beating we're gonna crush you and that store of yours why go after the store like that's just asking for the cops to actually come after you it's not his shop either like how how important do you think he is that's not his shop He's just a part-time worker who probably like gets his pay doc because he's late. And I say, then that little skank is going to show off her goods to the world. Ugh. And says, after we have our way with her, oh, great. But I just, like, hey, the cops seriously need to be called at this point. Yeah, and this is the only bit that I didn't like because, like, I guess like, that, even, like, even the the mentions of like rape is yeah, too far for me. Exactly, but it's like I guess it's like oh they're like they're villain villains, but it's also just like, uh, I, but I don't know. It's just like I'd rather not be reminded of <laughs> have that told to me. But they're villains, so they're bad people, and I guess it's kind of a shorthand way, unfortunately, to show that. And here, see someone standing on a building far away, and they sneer. Koichi's like, oh, that, that, that's that's too much. And so he's like, this is all happening because you had to go and piss me off. And he has sharp teeth. And he's like, Ooh, he's trembling, he's scared. And the thing is, I think, like, when he... Okay, we actually, we can talk about this if we talk when we talk about stuff afterwards. Because I think, like, there are some similarities but also differences between him and Deku. And in times of disaster in villain rampages, pro heroes always show up to save the day. And, it's, and the... How about lizard guy is like, yeah, you're in for it now, you cosplay punk. Do you and, think that in that scene, as lizard guy is talking, that he looks like Jabba the Hutt? Kind of, 
but he's not fat enough. No, it's just his face from that angle makes me think he's a bit jabbery, but sorry, yeah. carry on. No problem. And dude's unstoppable when he gets like this, and they're talking about Spike Guy. And he says, but life's troubles are, aren't are limited to the big stuff. Okay, sorry, uh, like what they threatening to do to Pop Step is big stuff. And he says, there's everyday violence lurking, common malice waiting for a trigger. Sometimes even petty street thugs can kill. And she says, stop, I'll scream for the police. And says, sure, you do that. Oh, no, the police are scary. And they're making fun of her. And says, why not yell for a hero instead? Try it. Say, help me, All Might. And they're kind of squeezing her face as she can't. And like, come on, give it a shot. And All Might's not always on call, though. Right now, despite the big trouble we're in, All Might won't intervene in some back alley brawl. Actually, he, like, honestly, probably would. If, like, he was here. But he can't exactly, he can't be everywhere. Yeah, if he was there, it would be probably more likely be with the the more high-impact stuff. All the, mm-hmm. the things that were actually phoned in and reported. Yeah, but I guess, like, there's sometimes, like, it all happens so fast you don't have time to do it. Like, to be fair, this is all happening very fast. And if they did try to pull out their phone, the bad, the like, the baddies could just, like, take it and smash it. It's true, yeah. But I guess while he was standing there thinking these things through, he could at least phone. Or honestly, speed away, call the cops. Because you can, you're faster than them doing that. But it's just a bad situation overall. And just like, I don't know. Not, it'd be very, I like, in this situation, like, I think so for me, I know, like, I'm, I don't want to be a hero, though. That if this was me and Allie, I would just run or scream. Or like, I, I it's, it, we live in a different world, though. I don't know. But else, eh, I don't like it. No one knows what they'll do until, like, situations like these happen. Yeah, because it's, like, it's terrifying. Like, I guess I'm like, oh, he's just, he's just watching. But, like, if I was in that situation, same. I can't fight for shit. He, all he can do is speed around. Like, he's never fought anybody in his life. Um, so on to the next page. We see we see the gentleman from earlier who was sneering from above mm-hmm. just straight, straight jumps down and lands in. I thought it was a pile of rubbish. At first, no, not rubbish. I think though. it is. I thought it, no, it is rubbish. But at first, I thought he had crashed like into the ground, and that was all the concrete coming up and rocks. <laughs> but no, luckily, he's just fallen on rubbish. <laughs> I think you are supposed to kind of think that, and then you like realize, oh, it's just trash. But it's Batman, but not Batman. Yeah, but first of all, they, I guess they think he's um, all mics. They're saying no way he'll come, he'll come flying down, and then someone does come flying down, mm-hmm. just to land in rubbish. And they're saying, what's that? Someone just dropped in. Is he alive? Oh, wait, he moved. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you punks, did I hear you mention All Might? Well, <laughs> he ain't coming. As he sort of, and he's saying this, like, threatening them as he rustles away in the rubbish. But I'm here. Why is he so... I wanted to make him an old man, and that's an old man voice, but I won't use it. I don't keep using it. It's funny. It's just kind of like he sounds unsteady. I don't think he's, he's that old. But it's funny. No, well, he is technically unsteady because he's trying to stand up in a pile of rubbish. True, that's fair. I say keep the voice. <laughs> I mean, this sounds scary. I keep the voice. Sorry. He's saying what? He's like, hmm. I know. I I didn't stick the landing. No, I can't do it. So I didn't stick the landing. But don't sweat it. 
piles of trash make for a decent cushion when you're in a hurry. <laughs> Good enough to reduce the risk of spinal injuries and concussions anyway. And the guy does some, like, I, d I don't know, yeah, the villain's doing some strange hands stance. What? Saying, huh? What? What's this geezer going on about? He's just, I don't know, flicking his fingers for no reason. But he's not got enough time to carry on with his weird pose because kabow! And uh, our rubbish clad hero punches him straight in the mm -hmm. face. The big pal. Um, and the other two, Lizard Guy and, I don't know, Mr. No Hair, saying, mm. What's your problem? Who goes and does that? Who am I? What am I doing? Questions I'm happy to answer. My name's Knuckle Duster, and it's my job to take out the trash like you. Mm -hmm. And we get an introduction, and his name is Janitor of the Fist, Knuckle Duster, which I like, because in, in 0 0.5 he's introduced as um, Geezer, mm -hmm. as, as old Geezer, Knuckle Duster, but Janitor of the Fist. I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, my job, take out trash like you. And I love that he did a, I am here trying to be like All Might. I wonder if it's Watashi or if he's using Ore. I feel like he probably uses Ore. And then he says, but I've got a question too. Any of you gentlemen on drugs like this new one that's really bad news? Let me see your tongues. And he goes, eh. And the person's like, look, I don't know what you're, and he punches him in the stomach. And he says, uh, hmm, no weird colors, not this guy. And he's like, next up. Eek! Pops up scared, and he pows again, boom, just like a punch to the head. And no weird guy has, like, fire hair or something. He says, not him either. So much time and energy for a bunch of dead-enders. And he says, help me out, kid. And the kid's like, I swear, I, I don't do drugs, mister. It's not what I, and the says, it's not what I mean. You got promise. And I need an assistant, so help me out on the job. I'll make you a true blue hero, or a true blue vigilante, more like it. And he's like, uh, -huh, uh not interested. I'll just be leaving now. And he says, liar. You respect All Might, and you make a hobby of doing good deeds. You expect me to believe you are interested in hero work? He says, yeah, but with my goofy quirk, I don't just have the stuff to go pro. And why not? He's, like, grimacing at him. He's like, why not? Strong quirks. The stuff to go pro. That crap's got nothing to do with true justice. In that moment, when it's clear what's going to be done, do you take action? Do you take action or don't you? I need to be a hero is the right answer to that question. He said, person thinks, like, does that mean this old coot doesn't have a license? Yeah! Oh, no, somebody's screaming about something. And Spike has pop step. He said, they're like, when did he? And he goes, making a chimp out of me. What do you know about justice, you old fart? <laughs> Knuckle Duster's case on, knock it off, boy. My fist ain't going to fly any slow just because you've got a hostage. And he goes on, you think she's a hostage? My spikes are about to make mincemeat of this chick's face. Um. Might might be the only satisfaction I get all night. And it's like, no. Um, and oh, I'm just going to keep calling, calling him Slide and Glide. In that moment, when it's clear what's got to be done, do you take action or don't you? And he runs up and rugby tackles him. 
<laughs> oh, you should be the slip and slide hero. Oh, I prefer that to slip and glide. <laughs> yeah. So he then he goes up, rugby tackles him right in the crotch, and that gives Popsep enough time to bounce away. Knuckles says, good work, kid. He thrusts his fist back and gives him a massive punch right in the face, and we see some blood spurting out of um, the villain's mouth as he goes down. Very brutal. And he knocks him into trash. And he goes, hmm, no drugs on him, any of them. Go, better jot down their info. Inform- yeah, better jot down their info just in case. And he's just kind of watching, having a little bit of a set do- sweat drop. And he says, what I thought right then wasn't thanks or you saved me. And the big knuckle duster says, come on, kids, starting your day. I'm going to teach you what it takes to do hero work and how good it feels to pound some villains. And we see he has a wicked scar on his face. And I think, like, it's basically the same thing that Popstep did. Popstep wanted to have him organize stuff, but it would just be, like, safe things. And just, like, maybe you're running away from the cops, so it's not, like, punching people in the face. But here he's like, I want you to basically do the same thing, but put yourself at risk and get to beat the shit out of people. At least... He wants him to help him pin, but also to help other people, whereas Popsep's just like, you can organize venues for me. <laughs> yeah. And all he thinks is, but this guy's even more trouble. Like, because he's scary. It's like you're not, it's not like, oh, thank you. It's more like, holy shit, this guy's terrifying. And like, he's he's kind of, he's also smiling like all night would, but his smile is scary. And he says, I, yup. I absolutely, he just says, I absolutely refuse your offer. <laughs> and we see the punks is walking along because he says he's vigilante. He can't really just hand him over to the cops. And it doesn't seem like he seems to mainly be after the drug. He doesn't really seem interested in handing them in. And we get Spikes going, freaking bastards. That cockroach kid and grappling grandpa are going to pay. Nah, I think we better stay away from them. And we see a certain person saying, what nasty-looking injuries you gentlemen seem to have received. Such wounds and bot to body and spirit must pain you then. No? And it says, who? Who are you? And the smiling figure says, I have the medicine you need. Mm. And we see him with an open suitcase, and there's six what looks like possibly syringes in there. And then that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, the one thing that annoys me about Viz is that, like, it doesn't do, like, a thing to let you know it's over. It just kind of, like, cuts away, and, like, you don't really realize it's over. Does that oh, make so sense? You, what, like an, en- like an ending page? Yes, I want an ending page. So that way, because, like, sometimes it, cause it cuts off that, like, that's, like, a good cliffhanger, but such a good, good, good cliffhanger that you're like, wait, where's the rest of it? Yeah, I guess in the, the usual chapters, usually they've got something at the bottom left-hand corner, isn't there, to let you know that that's it. Yeah, that's what I want. So that way I can clearly tell. And mm-hmm. I think that chapter was really long, but I think, I don't know, is, are all, I think all of Vigilante is pretty long. Let me go and check quickly. Yeah, because they come out in, um, I think they come out in volumes, don't they, rather than chapters, because I've just gone on to chapter six, and that's 35 pages. But they don't come out weekly. Mm-hmm. I think they've got a different layout. Yeah, so you read it before. What did you think about rereading it now? Rereading it now is kind of cool because you get to see them, like, kind of when they first started out. And it's kind of just funny seeing, like, Koichi is, like, such a pushover, really. And how much, like, they're not... 
I guess it's kind of showing the dangers of not being a pro because you don't really have any authority and you're kind of just like can't really do anything. And if you like don't like pro heroes, it's obviously not all fighting because some of it you just kind of go around and like help people. But there's a difference between helping people and being a hero because the villains out there, they will use violence even if you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's even really helping people because I mean he's all right he's more assisting them because he's doing things for them that they can all do for themselves anyway mm-hmm. he's not like giving an extra service and it's stuff that he could do without his quirk as well like it's not he's just kind of going that extra step that makes it helpful but also maybe like he's startling the people too like i dropped my phone if you come to someone starts sliding in it's like you're wearing a skirt you think they're like trying to look up your skirt or something you're scaring people it better like just be like oh excuse me Tap on the shoulder. Here's your stuff. Yeah. Or just yelling, you dropped that. Also works. I can imagine it being really frustrating having a quirk that's quite fun, but not being able to use it. I mean, you'd you'd probably have to go like, I don't know, um, camping or something away from everyone to be able to use your quirk in these situations. Like if you lived in a city, yeah. if you couldn't use your quirk within your um, within your home, I don't know when you'd be able to use it. But it must be annoying to not be able to use it because you've got this thing that's special to you and even if it's you can't use it for hero work it's still something that's mostly unique to you and you want to be able to use it and I guess show it off in some way mm-hmm. I wonder if there are like parks or kind of like places you can go to just like release it and kind of like use it they're probably I feel like that would be like a business thing I feel, I wonder if it'll ever come up in the series or not mm. but I just I ask that yeah. I was kind of talking about, like, comparison between Deku and Koichi. Like, Deku has it, I think, like, almost says, like, most people, when they're, like, most pro heroes have a backstory of saying, like, they rushed in and couldn't stop themselves. They went, they went without thinking. And Koichi doesn't have that. At least in the first chapter, we see that he doesn't seem to have that, where he just kind of, like, he's too scared to do anything. Yeah, I guess right at the end, he rushed in and saved Popstep from um, Spike. But he had to have that big push and most of the work done for him by Knuckle Duster. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the opposite of what happened to Deku, too, because he asked All Might if he could be a hero without a quirk. And now we have someone who doesn't have any super obvious quirk unless it's like strength or something inviting him to be a hero. But in both cases, the person being asked the question says no, which is kind of like the funny, like the. You'd think they'd leap at the chance. But it wasn't Izuku that said no. It was All Might said no to Izuku that he couldn't do it. And then here it's the opposite because it's Koichi that's saying no, he doesn't want to do it. But it's not that he can't do it. He's saying that he doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of like reversal or something. I don't know. It's kind of referencing, but not really. I don't know. I liked this chapter. I liked the the story behind it and what it's building up to. But other than Knuckle Duster, I don't really like any of the characters yet. That's the kind of problem I have with Vigilantes a bit, is that, like, I'm not super invested in the characters like I am with, like, the main series people. But they kind of, they do kind of, they kind of grow on you over time. And Knuckle Duster is very cool. I also just love that he's just, like, he's scary and, like, he's not really nice either. He's just, like... He'll beat the shit out of you, and he doesn't really care. He gave me Punisher vibes. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. I feel like if people, people like, you see, you've got people like walking around with Punisher shirts all the time. I feel like if people would wear like knuckle duster shirts, I don't know how, you, I don't like, I guess you could have like his mask kind of on your shirt or something. Cause he's kind of the, not the anti All Might, but kind of like All Might's the good and he's the, and like very much like clean image while this guy's just kind of like down and dirty. Yeah, but at least he's, he's, that's true. I think he's my favorite though. I mean, the other one's pop step was, was just a bit irritating, I guess. And like pop um, step doesn't really get the chance to do much in the first chapter. She kind of jumps around and then she gets caught and that's about all she gets to do. Yeah, that's true. So I've got no investment in her and even, even our main protagonist, I'm not too keen on him. Like, I can see why he's using his quirk, but he's not—he's not really doing anything great. If he's unsatisfied with his life, he could do things to try and advance his actual life. Do you know what I mean? So that, that, that maybe get a better job, like get some hobbies. <laughs> have, like this is a hobby. If you have some friends, things like that, to make him feel happier. But unless we don't know much enough about him, maybe the the quirk thing is the main thing that's bothering. He's like, I just want to be able to slide and glide everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, really resentful for it, but we don't know him enough about him yet. Yeah, he needs a better outlet. And I think, like, eventually, we in the series, we do find out that... Or Okay, I won't, I won't spoil it for you, because I, I, I'm up to date on the stuff, but, like, I haven't read it in a long time, because, like, I feel like Vigilantes came out a few years ago or something. Maybe two? I don't know. But it's interesting. I'm going to, when we do these read-alongs, I'm going to save the reading the chapters for when we actually do them so that it's always new to me. So then you've got the the old perspective <laughs> and I'm the new one. Yay! I think so. Um, I don't know if, like, if for maybe if next time we do a bonus episode, what we might do is just kind of do the volume, but not, like, reading through the volume, but just kind of, like, our reactions to it maybe. Because the thing is, well, the chapters are so long that, like... Yeah, reading through them is a bit of a drain, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do. Um, I quite like the... Vi- I'm okay on most of the characters, but the story's very interesting. Mm. I want to see how it develops, how their fighting crime goes from picking up dropped items to beating <laughs> up street, street criminals to, I'm guessing, hopefully taking down a crime, a drug crime gang. <laughs> Looks like it. It's like there, it, there is some really cool fights later on. Like there's a really intense one with uh, Knuckle Duster that comes up later, which is cool. Okay, cool. So this has been episode eleven of the My Hero Academia podcast. I uh, you can find us on Twitter at mhapod. We all have a web also have a website www.mhapod.com. Uh, you can email us at myheropod at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Tumblr and Reddit. Follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. Find me on Twitter at Choppers Antlers. And that's all, folks. <laughs>